Hey everyone, Frankie D here. Welcome to the Frankie D Show. What's going on, everyone? I'm starting up the Frankie D Show right now. I'm your host, Frankie D. Thank you, everyone. You all know I need that round of an applause to get me started here. All right, so wherever you're listening to the Frankie D Show right now, whether it's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podbean, wherever the fuck you're listening, keep listening, subscribe to me, and yeah, tell a friend, tell them to subscribe to the Frankie D Show on any of those platforms. And uh, if you want to follow the show on social media, it's at the Frankie D Show on Instagram and Twitter. I need to uh, step my game up on that. I've said that so many fucking times. I never step my game up. <laughs> but if uh, you guys keep, you know, subscribe to me on there or whatever, follow that, you know, follow. That's what it is on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, the more followers I get, the more inclined I am to post on there. I guess some people would make the argument, well, you know, the more you post on there, the more people are inclined to follow you, but whatever. Big tits. All right, those always make things better. All right, so I've got some, uh, I guess, depressing topics today. It's, I don't know, I guess it's been a depressing week or so. So... The first thing I'm talking about today is Kirstie Alley. Now, I don't know exactly what my age range is for my uh, for you listeners here. I definitely know I've got some people here that absolutely know who she is. You're in the age range where you watch Cheers and look who's talking. I mean, I've seen those shows. They were before my... And, and, and uh, look who's talking was a movie. But I've seen that movie and that show. They were before my time, but I've seen them. But then there's, uh, you know, maybe for some younger people, they don't exactly know who Kirstie Alley is. So anyway, Kirstie Alley, famous actress, choosing Cheers, a TV show, as popular, like when my parents were younger, I don't know. Uh, and then Look Who's Talking, that was with John Travolta, that movie, a lot of people know John Travolta, whether it's from Greece, uh, Saturday Night Fever... I don't even know. He's been in a fucking ton of shit. Uh, anyway, what year did that movie come out? I'm going to look what year that movie came out. And look who's talking. So that came out in, why isn't it? Oh, 89. All right, so that came out in the 80s. And Cheers, did, was that also in the 80s? Let's see what, I feel like Cheers was in the 70s, but no, nah, it must have been the 80s. What am I talking about? Uh, let's see. It says it ran from 1982 to 1993. Wow, that ran a long fucking time. 1982 to 1983? Yeah, most sitcoms don't make it that long. Let's see, it was followed by Frasier. That ran a long time too, right? That ran from 93 to 2004. Yeah, wow. Very sick. You know, for as successful of shows as they are, I feel like they're not really talked about like other old sitcoms. Like, I mean, 
Brady Bunch is from like I think the sixties or something, <laughs> early seventies. But like you know, everyone talks about the Brady Bunch. A lot of people talk about Happy Days. Um, all in the family. A lot of people talk about just because you know they say it's a controversial show. But I feel Cheers and Frasier. I I don't know. I don't think they're talked about that much. But shows running for eleven years. I mean, most sitcoms do not make it eleven years. Looks like in terms of Frasier here, twenty four episodes a season, and that's what it looks like for everyone. Uh, let's go down for Cheers now. 22 episodes for a couple seasons, 25, 26, 27, and then uh, what, the last one looks like 28. Yeah, they seem like very successful uh, shows. I'm actually surprised that with a, as many episodes as there are of them that these shows aren't talked about a little more. Like, Kirstie Alley died, does not have the popularity that John Travolta has, even though he was more of a film guy. I know he was in a, a show called Welcome Back, Cotter, but he, he was more of a film guy. I, I do feel uh, movie people have more popularity than TV people. But again, she was in movies also, Kirstie Alley. In fact, she, like I said, she was in one with John Travolta. Not that that was really his biggest movie, but whatever. So anyway, yeah, she uh, died uh, this past week. Uh, you know, so uh, that got a lot of attention from people. So it, it kind of, I don't know, it seemed like it came out of nowhere. You know, like no one knew she was sick. I, From what it seems like, she didn't know she was sick for very long. It looks like she got cancer. And first, I don't even think they announced what kind of cancer it was. Now I think it's been released that it's colon cancer. So she gets colon cancer, uh, doesn't have it very long, and dies. That fucking blows. So they say you got to get that colonoscopy once you turn 50 and get it, what, every 10 years? Because you never know what the fuck could happen. And that's a pretty bad cancer, I get, you know, if you let it go. Any cancer is bad, but that one seems to, you know, if you don't catch it fast enough, you're, you know, you could die. So, that sucks. Anyway, I got this uh, article on her because she was in the, uh, Kirstie Alley was in the Church of Scientology, just like her co-star. Well, hold on. Sorry about that. My mic went out for a second. Just like her co-star from uh, Look Who's Talking, John Travolta, both Scientologists. So I got this article here saying Leah Remini says Kirstie Alley's death, very sad after Scientology feud. So, you know... I was curious to see what Leah Remini had to say about this because they're both Scientologists. However, Leah Remini left the uh, religion years ago. She was a, you know, she was a big person in the religion, Leah Remini. I remember she was saying somewhere, I don't exactly remember where, possibly Howard Stern, I, I don't remember, that she thought it was like fucked up that Tom Cruise was like seen as the guy for the religion, and then she's like, wait, I've, I've been here longer than you. I don't know. I guess she started seeing some of the crazy shit that they're doing, and she's like, fuck this. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. This is nuts. Um, But yeah, I, I guess they are, when she left a lot of the religion, I guess, which just seems to be full of uh, celebrities, they turned on her. So... I see this. I saw this article, and I was like, let's see what Leah Remini had to say about it. So, 
for those of you that don't know, Leah Remini is the actress she's most known for, um, The King of Queens. That sitcom that was, that, that was in like the 90s, I think, maybe early 2000s. I don't even know when that was. Now I'm curious and gotta look that one up. Let's see. King of Queens. The fuck was this show? Okay, it went from 98 to 2007. I was with uh, Ben Stiller's dad. Heck, was his, uh, Jerry Stiller. Anyway, you know, the only other thing I know Leah Remini from besides that show is Saved by the Bell. She was only on, like, a season, yet I feel like anyone that's ever seen Saved by the Bell always remembers Leah Remini. Like, when I first saw her on King of Queens, like, I was like, wait, that's the chick from Saved by the Bell. Anyway, let's see what uh, Leah Remini had to say about Kirstie Alley's death. So, uh, Leah Remini has said Kirstie Alley's death is very sad after the pair spent years feuding over Scientology. Oh, yeah, what the fuck she gonna say? She gonna be like, wow, this is very happy? Of course she's gonna say it's very sad. (laughs) Uh, You know, it's, you know, the article. After the pair spent years feuding over Scientology. Well, yeah, like, someone died. Well, you think she's gonna, you know, say, oh, this is very happy? If she was that pissed, she just wouldn't say anything. But clearly... She probably does think it's it. She was probably friends with Leah. Uh, blah. She was probably friends with Kirstie Alley before she left the religion, and then all of a sudden she's like not friends with her anymore, and that probably you know pissed her off. She's like, "Don't don't be a fake bitch. Don't let the church tell you what to do." Let's see. The actress fifty two told Rolling Stone of her grief after cheer star Kirstie seventy one died on December fifth, aged seventy one after a brief cancer battle. You know, I, 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 I never got too into uh, The King of Queens. However, I do remember Kirstie Alley being on an episode of King of Queens. Let's see, ex-Scientology member Leah said, The news of Kirstie Alley's passing is very sad. Yeah, we, we got that down. We already know that. Although Scientologists don't believe in prayers, my prayers do go out to her children, who are now without their mom. All right. So, when Leah Remini was in the Church of Scientology, did I wonder if she ever said that, like, my prayers go out to people? Because here she said they don't, the Scientologists don't believe in prayers. So, for all those years you were in it, you were like, w- would you not say that? And now all of a sudden you're, you're saying it? Or, or did you always have a problem with that? Or were you always like, wait, why don't we do prayers here? Isn't that weird to any of the Scientologists that they don't do prayers? Isn't that part of like every religion? You know, even if they're they're not called prayers, like they, they have some sort of sit down, right? Where, you know, where they talk about this stuff. Think about this stuff. I, like, I don't know. I remember hearing the guy that made uh, Scientology, L. L. Ron Hubbard, he said he was a science fiction writer and his religion's called uh, Scientology. And he said uh, something along the lines of there's no money in writing science fiction books. If you want to make money, start a religion. I, like, I, you know, I don't have the quote right in front of me, but I heard that somewhere. And if that's true, it's like, what the fuck? Why is anyone, like, if he flat out said that, why wouldn't more people in the religion be like, wait, 
Maybe this isn't uh, the best religion to be part of. I never really heard, you know, I never really heard any of these people talk about the religion that are currently in it. Like, what do they, like, I don't know, stand for? What do they believe in? Like, you know, like all other religions, you kind of, you know, you have a grasp of what they believe in and stuff. You know, what the fuck do the Scientologists believe? I, I just don't know. Maybe it is out there, and I just never gave a shit to look up what they believe in, but... I, you know, I, I have no clue. Like, I never, you know, I'm not like, like, oh, they believe in that God. Do they believe in a God? Is L. Ron Hubbard their God? That's the thing, too. We don't, like, know where other religions, like, really stem from because they're so old. We know who literally invented this religion. I don't know. It just seems like there's just so many problems with this religion. Like, who would want to be part of it? It seems like it comes with drama. Let's see what else this article has to say. Uh, Leah added she hoped Kirsty's children, William, True 30, and her 28-year-old daughter, Lily, could one day free themselves of this dangerous and toxic organization. All right, so I guess that they are also in the uh, Church of Scientology. The actress now a critic of Scientology since quitting it in 2013 after growing up in the organization also questioned whether Kirsty's devotion to it impacted her cancer treatment. Oh, so is that part of what they believe in? They don't believe in uh, medical treatment. I you know I don't know, but that's what it, that's what Leah Remini's making it sound like here. Like oh, they might have not let her take med or you know that might be part of the religion oh we don't believe in taking medication it's like well if you got colon cancer and you're not doing anything for it then yeah you're probably gonna die but again even Leah Remini said uh she questioned it so she doesn't know that I would hope that that the church like wouldn't stop her from taking medicine but I guess at the end of the day she has her you know she controls her own life. She wanted to go get medicine from the doctors. She could just do it. You know, leave the church like Leah Remini did, right? It's like, well, fuck, I'm going to die. I, I want to get this medication. I I'm out of here. Let's see. Uh, she said, while it has been reported that Kirsty sought conventional cancer treatment, which gave her a fighting chance. The majority of Scientologists do not seek treatment until it's too late. Well, maybe Leah Remini's right. I don't know. I don't know if, how much information has been um, given about Kirstie Alley. I pretty much just knew she passed away. I didn't even know until today it was from colon cancer. I knew she died of cancer. I didn't know it was, it was even colon cancer. Let's see. It's one of the more sinister things they promise. And because Scientology claims to be an exact science, not a faith, what do they mean, an exact science? What science? Its members are brainwashed into believing these false claims as guarantees. What science are they talking about, though? Let's see, Kirsty credited Scientology with helping her overcome a cocaine addiction after she joined the group in the 1970s and remained a devotee for the rest of her life. I wonder who got her into the church. Like, what? So this is 
a group, uh, blah. After she joined the group in the 1970s. All right. I was going to say to like John Travolta get her in. They did the movie, but that said 1989 before, right? So I guess it wasn't him. Like who got her into it? Like, because most people with religions, which might be the case with Kirstie Alley's kids, their parents were part of it. So they just grew up in the religion. Their, their parents, you know, raised them as Catholic, Jewish, whatever it is. But her parents probably, I'm guessing, weren't part of the religion. I could be wrong with that. So how did she get involved in it? I'm curious about that with a lot of celebrities. I'm like, is it just because other celebrities are in this? Like, are they promising you something in this religion? It's like, you're famous. We want more people in our religion. I know, like, you got to pay us so much money because I know that's part of the deal with Scientology. I have, you know, I always hear, like, you hear those people are paying them money. But they got to be getting something in return, right? Why would anyone just give money over? I don't know. The organization said after her death, Kirstie Alley was a beloved member of our church, a champion for drug rehabilitation, and a passionate advocate for human rights. In November 2015, Leah told Howard Stern how Kirstie couldn't talk to her if they met because she had been shunned from the group. Yeah, that does not sound uh, healthy. I would like to talk with Leah Remini. I really would. I, I really do have questions about this. I am so curious about this. I mean, I think she had a TV show or a documentary, whatever. She had something on it, Leah Remini. I, I should give it a watch. Cause I, you know, I am curious. I, I, you know, maybe she has said what they give in return for the money. And if it's only like a group of people that have similar mind thoughts that you could just get together with, like that's stupid. Um, but they might say, oh, yeah, that we could, you know, we'll be helping you with this, this, and that, and blah, blah, blah. I, like, I, I don't know. It's like, I just, I, it's just so weird to me that people are in this, and then they're so fucking passionate about it. I don't know. And then, you know, I'm just curious also about what they believe in, because I really don't know what they believe in. I'm going to give it one quick search right now. What do... Scientologists believe in. Okay, according to Scientology belief, Scientology itself is a blend of science and spirituality with belief in an immortal spirit and in improving that spirit here on Earth using Scientology's methods. Scientologists do not typically dwell on heaven or hell or the afterlife, instead focusing on the spirit. Yeah, that doesn't get me too much. Let's see. How do Scientologists get married? Wedding ceremony. Scientology wedding ceremonies are similar to wedding ceremonies used by many religions. They typically include a bridal uh, procession, best man, maid of honor, and the traditional seating of friends and family. The ceremony may include wedding customs used by other faiths. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like none of the celebrities that are part of it want to talk about it. Like One thing I will say, when Leah Remini was in... The religion. It's funny, they just mentioned Howard Stern. That must have, you know, that was clearly when she had already left the religion. I remember seeing her on YouTube when she was on Howard Stern back in like the early 2000s. Maybe late 90s, I think it was early 2000s. And she, uh, she was still in the religion. And Howard's like asking her questions on this religion because he's not buying the, the religion. And she was like, you know, sticking up for it. 
at the time and he's like telling her shit, but like, at least she's answering questions. Like, I feel like, like, give me a break. Tom Cruise, you think he's going to answer any questions? Every late night, like really, he never goes on a podcast. He never goes on radio shows. And you know, he, he'll only do late night shows if that, and he probably has that written down. They cannot ask me about Scientology. I get, you know, I guarantee that that happens. So, you know, at least Leah Remini was going on. She was answering questions about it. You know, she was somewhat, I mean, which I, it seems like a lot of them are uh, defensive on it. I mean, I remember Howard brought up stuff about L. Ron Hubbard. And I, I don't, maybe that's where I got that quote from that I said before that, like, money's in the, uh, you know, money's in a religion on writing science fiction, something like that. Uh, I, I think. Maybe what that maybe Howard Stern is where I got that from. But you know, even though she was defensive, like she even said, like, did he really say that? Like she would like seemed even like she even questioned it there. Like she wanted to know if he actually said that. Cause the next thought is if he really did say that, and again, I don't know if it was that quote or another quote, but it was something in there. You know, she probably had a lack of faith after that. And I'm sure she did, and she kept looking into shit and she was probably like, I need to get the hell out of here. I don't know. I need to watch it. Like I said, I need to watch some of the shit that she wrote or not wrote uh, that she like put out the movie or TV show, whatever the hell she had, because I, I really don't understand what these people believe in the Scientologists. It, it's not really out there. I feel like other religion. I mean, I just did that one second look up and that really didn't answer uh, what I was looking for. So, gonna have to see what she said. I wish more of these uh, people that are in the religion, at least the celebrities, would talk about it more. I could probably go on YouTube and there would probably be Scientologists talking. I don't doubt that. They might seem like brainwashed people to me. Maybe I'd want to hear the celebrities a little more because, I don't know, those are the people we, we, we watch, we're curious about. But, uh, I don't know, it does seem like more and more, I feel like I, I've heard of another one or two, it seems like people are more leaving that religion than joining, but again, what the fuck do I know? I don't keep up with it that much. I feel like I never even really hear about it. But since Kirstie Alley died, I feel like it's been, the religion has been brought up again. I haven't even thought of the Scientology religion really since, uh, you know, ever really, like, you know, <laughs> Here and here and there, but I never really think about it. Now she died. I see some articles on it. I'm like, huh, what the fuck do these people uh, believe in? Anyway, though, it's seen, you know, Leah Remini says it's very sad. She died. She probably, uh, if she really does believe that they didn't let her get the correct medical treatment, she's probably very sad about that. She's probably like, man, she could still be alive. She possibly could still be alive right now if they let her get the correct medical treatment. Again, Leah Remini just questioned that. She didn't exactly say that they, you know, held her back. But it seems like that that is where her uh, thoughts are. I don't know. If that is the case, though, that's terrible. But at the end of the day, I guess uh, if that was the deal, Kirstie Alley could have said, fuck you people, I'm getting the medicine, I'm done with this church. And yeah, that's about all I got to say on that. Rest in peace, Kirstie Alley.
Might have to go watch uh, Look Who's Talking. <laughs> I don't even know where I can find that movie now. I'm sure it's somewhere. There's a, a movies everywhere now. Maybe I'll find Cheers somewhere. All right, I'm going to go on to my next subject. It's another depressing subject, but I really like this dude, so I want to uh, talk about him. And that is uh, skateboarder, jackass star, Bam Margera. Also had his own show at one time, Viva La Bam. You know, I I always thought he seemed like, you know, nice, funny dude. He seemed more of, uh, well, kind of like the movie. Like, he seemed more of like a jackass than an asshole, you know? More of a, just wanted to have fun, do stupid stuff. He didn't really seem like mean or anything. Definitely, you know, pissed his parents off on the show. You know, but uh, his parents seem to uh, love him very much. I, you know, that's just, that's their kid. And, uh, you know, he just, I don't know. I'm upset he's sick right now. Uh, so anyway. Apparently, he's battling pneumonia and is on a ventilator. Now, I'm not sure. He might have COVID also. I'm not sure about that, but he's de- he definitely has pneumonia and is on a ventilator. So, I don't know. I got this article here. Jackass star Bam Margera is battling pneumonia and on a ventilator after... Oh, yeah. Okay, so he did have COVID. After getting COVID in hospital, three months after returning to rehab. Man, that is uh, very, I, very sad. I mean... The longer he's on the ventilator, the worse they say it is, right? Like, he can't stay on that too long, or, like, he, he will die. I am sure his parents are so scared right now. So sad. I am sad. You know, I've you know I've always, I know his jackass buddies, they always wish he could get better. I, as a fan, wish he could get better. And uh, it just never seems like he can uh, could clean himself up. You know, it seems like there was a, a big turn in him, at least for me. You know, I don't know how he, obviously, I don't know him in real life, never met him, nothing. But it, it seems like, you know, his, uh, his uncle died. I think that was his uncle Vito. Ryan Dunn, his best friend, died. And I swear it was like after them dying... And maybe it has nothing to do with it. I don't know. It, but it seems like that is when I really started to hear him getting into, like, more, you know, drug problems, legal problems, you know, shit like that. Like, I, you know, I'm sure he was always doing drugs. I'm sure he was always getting into trouble. But it, it seems like that, after that stuff happened, is when you really started to see him going downhill. It will be upset if this is the way he, uh, you know, if he goes, if this is the way he goes out, if he goes out this young. Just very upsetting. He was supposed to be in the new Jackass movie, and he got fired from it. I think he got restraint, like he he had a like they had a restraining order on him. I think he can can do it. I'm very upset about that, you know, especially if he passes away now. And we were not even going to get to see him in the last Jackass movie. I got I, I never watched it. It came out a few months ago. He was on Steve-O's podcast. You know, one of his Jackass buddies. And 
I, you know, from the clips I saw, I didn't watch the whole thing. You know, it seemed like uh, he was somewhat coherent in ways. It seemed like, you know, I don't know if it he was incoherent in ways or if he was just pissed off because he got fired from Jackass, but I don't know. But, I, I you know, I do uh, appreciate Steve-O. I've heard him, you know, say before, like, he, you know, he's there for for Bam. I'm not sure what the other um what the other Jackass stars have said. I'm sure I I'd hope they're all there for him, but uh he you know, Steve has publicly said, you know, he's got his back. Anyway, let's see what this article says about him. Jackass star Bam Margera is reportedly battling pneumonia and on a ventilator in hospital. Uh TMZ reports that the former professional skateboarder 43 was admitted to the hospital in San Diego earlier this week and tested positive for COVID-19 while at the facility. Damn, so he got the COVIDs, he's got pneumonia, he's on a ventilator. This is not looking good for him. The, public, the publication claims that since testing positive, doctors decided to put him on a ventilator in the ICU. He is reportedly in a... Stable condition and being looked after by healthcare professionals. Mail Online has contacted representatives for BAM for information. It comes after a difficult year for BAM, who has been treating drug and alcohol abuse issues in rehab on and off. In September, BAM returned to his court-ordered rehab uh, program with significant changes to his treatment plan to avoid another escape attempt. Yeah, I think I remember hearing, like, he just, like, left rehab, which... But, I mean, if it's court-ordered, I don't think you, you know, you can do that. So, he probably got in trouble for that. Uh, let's see. According to TMZ, a judge uh, restructured BAM's treatment to no longer require him to reside at an inpatient facility, as he has been doing this past year. However, he will reportedly still have to see a psychiatrist regularly, and he will be required to remain sober and continue taking classes. In May, the skateboarder celebrated one year of treatment for drug and alcohol abuse at a Boca uh, Rayton? Ratton? I don't know. Facility and planned on attending outpatient treatment classes for the next two months. Just weeks after he was reported missing by his rehab facility, on June 13th, after he fled the facility for the second time, sheriff's deputies and a crisis intervention team found the troubled TV star days later at a hotel in Deerfield Beach, Florida, and took him back to a rehab facility. Wait, so does he live in... I just realized it said that I, he's at a hospital in San Diego. What made him go to San Diego? Like, does he live in California? I thought he lived in, like, Pennsylvania. I thought he lived in, like, Westchester. I, I, I know he, like, grew up there and stuff, but for some reason, even after he got famous, I thought he still lived there. Do they fly him out to San Diego, or does he just live in California now? Or is that where his rehab is? I don't know. The reality star claimed that he left the treatment center because he was worried that he was being kept from seeing his son, and he was concerned that he wouldn't be able to raise him if he was in rehab. He has reportedly been estranged from his wife, Nikki Boyd, who hasn't made a single attempt to contact him since he has been in rehab. Man, this guy does look so much different from when I watched him grow, growing up. I mean, he still looks generally the same, but he, you know, he's gained a lot of weight. I remember it wasn't 
that long ago. I mean, it wasn't only like three or four years ago, but it wasn't all that long ago that I heard he had gotten back into skateboarding. But I, you know, I guess he didn't keep up with that. I feel like that should be able to keep your mind off stuff, right? In May, the Jackass alum broke his wrist, broke his right wrist for the tenth time, and dislocated his right elbow while skateboarding. Okay, so he was skateboarding, and that was just in May. Okay. But he refused pain medication due to his sobriety. Margera has been residing in rehab for a year in the wake of September 2021 incident in which authorities answered an emotional disturbance call. In February of last year, the former Jackass star shared a troubling video admitting he had been dealing with suicidal thoughts. Damn, this article is just fucking depressing. The MTV personality who has long struggled with substance abuse talked about considering suicide, revealing he went so far as to look up how to tie a noose online. Jesus. Let's see. I'm going down. Okay, now we're almost done with this. Uh, In June, Margera privately settled his wrongful termination lawsuit against the Jackass creators uh, over his firing due to testing positive for Adderall from the successful... Fourth film, Jackass Forever. Now, I guess he can't couldn't be taking Adderall because there are people like you can legally take Adderall, right? But I, I guess that he's not allowed to have that in his system. I think that's ADHD medicine, right? Let's see. Also in June, Jackass director Jeff Tremaine said Bam threatened him and his family in a successful petition to obtain a temporary restraining order against the one-time MTV star. I remember there was something about a uh, a restraining order. And a text message Bam vowed to Tremaine, I'm going to kill you in one motherfucking punch. Damn. The bad blood stems from Bam's removal from Jackass 4 in February amid concerns from producers and his dependability and sobriety. Yeah, I really would like to have seen him in this last movie. I mean, who, I don't know if they'll keep making movies in the future. I can't see at least the originals. Like, this was, you know, the originals. Steve-O, uh, Bam Margera, Johnny Knoxville. And Bam not being in it, really, it just doesn't seem right to me. Let's see. Insiders told TMZ that Margera failed to meet stipulations of an agreement from producers that included drug testing, breathalyzer testing, taking his prescribed medications, and visits with a mental health professional. In May, Jackass staple Steve-O took to Instagram to defend Tremaine and Knoxville for helping organize a life-saving intervention when he had a severe substance abuse issues. Everyone bent over backward to get you in the movie, and all you had to do was not get loaded, Steve-O said. You've continued to get loaded. It's that simple. We all love you as much as we all say we do, but nobody who loves you can enable or encourage you uh, to stay sick. All right, well, if he was getting loaded, yeah, I mean, if he's failing the test, like, ma'am, all you had to do is not take drugs. I mean, you, you knew if they were testing you, did you? why would you do it? I'm still upset that he's not going to be in the movie, but if he deserved to get fired, he deserved to get fired. Uh, let's see. This person, I'm going to other uh, comments now here. This person said, on a ventilator, very, very serious. The longer one stays on a ventilator, the less optimistic an outcome. I hope he beats the odds. Yeah, me too. 
This person said, that's right. One on a ventilator. It's a coin flip now if he survives. And this person said to that, he better not allow the docs to give him remdesivir. That's a death sentence. Let's see. This person said, every time I see his name on here, I pray he hasn't passed away. Being on a ventilator too long is very bad and usually doesn't have a favorable outcome. Sending healing prayers. Let's see. This person said, why in the world are doctors still using ventilators and remdesivir? That's a death sentence and they know it. Yet they still act like it's mid-2020 and the facts that have emerged over the past two years were never uncovered. Being in a hospital these days is downright terrifying. All right, this person said, he has never, or he has destroyed his body for years and everyone tried to help him. The end is very near for that man, leaving everyone that loves him distraught. And brokenhearted. Man, know who might... And they've met in person before, and probably many times. Um, if he makes it through this, know who... If As long as, he, as he's still clean. I don't know if he's still clean. But if he is still clean, who would be a good person to talk with, Pam? Uh, that would be Artie Lang. Stand-up comedian Artie Lang. He was the third mic on the Howard Stern show for many years. He had trouble with drugs all, like, for many, many years. Guy would be sent to rehab, and, you know, he'd be, you know, get sent to jail and stuff like that. And it has seemed like the past so many years he has been able to stay clean. And I think if he doesn't, like, he gets sent to prison or something. Like, so, I don't know, maybe they, you know, it seems like they have very, uh, similar lives in that way. Maybe they'd be able to uh, relate to each other. I don't know. At the end of the day, though, you know, if Bam wants to be clean, and I hope he does, and I hope he makes it through this, and he could turn his life around, this could be like a wake. If he could make it through this, then maybe this could be a wake-up call to him, like, I need to knock this shit off. But, like, at the end of the day, it is his decision. If he wants to get clean, he will get clean. If he doesn't, he'll keep taking drugs and abusing alcohol. But, um, still don't think the talk with Artie Lang would be bad. Let's see. Uh, this person said, I'm surprised he hasn't made it this far. This person said, wow, looks exactly like his dad did 20 years ago. Uh, this person said, I like Bam, wishing him peace. Person said, what a shame. He was the funniest of them. So many bad choices made. Hope he recovers and stays in treatment. This person said, he has done so much damage to his body. It doesn't seem like living is a priority for him. Sad for his child. Let's see. I'll read one more. I went to the hospital a while back uh, because I started having symptoms of a blood clot. Turns out I didn't have one, but ended up having a spinal fluid leak after they were done with me. If you want to die, go to the hospital. All right. Don't think we're going to end on that one. No, I mean, none of these are... All right, we'll end on this one. Poor man has been a mess for years. No, we're not going to do that. (laughs) Okay, we'll end on this one. Poor guy, get well soon. That is what we will end on for that... uh, topic I mean do want the guy to get well hopefully like I said this could be a wake up call to him 
I'd be like, I just almost died. I need, like, this can't happen again, at least for years. Like, I, I need to fix myself. But hopefully he makes it through this to, uh, to be able to get that wake-up call. Let's see. I'm literally just, like, Googling his name right now and being like, could he have already died? Um, let's see. Jackass star Bam Margera is on the road to recovery after battling severe case of pneumonia. Catch. Okay. So it says he's on the road to recovery. Does that mean he is not on the ventilator anymore? I'm looking. This says Bam is on the road to recovery. They continued and thankfully will be just. Discharged. All right. So he's. It sounds like that's good then. All right. There. Let's see some. Uh, let's go down. Let's see some. Uh, what people said about this. Oh, it doesn't look like there is any comments yet. All right. Well, maybe I'll have an update next week. Looks like. He's doing a little bit better, at least, and it says he'll be discharged soon. So that is good if that is what happens. And like I said, if he's discharged, gets back home, gets through this, then is like, all right, wake-up call. You know, this is, though, I... You know, I mean, he had pneumonia and COVID, so this isn't uh, having to do with, you know, his drug and alcohol problems. I just hope that, you know, since he is almost seeing death, that that makes him want to change, the, you know, the, his addiction problems. It's like, but uh, in terms of the death here, you know, near death here, I mean, I, I guess, though, there could be, uh, obviously, uh, there's things that, there there was ways they're intertwined, because if he did take care of his body more throughout the years, who knows, maybe he wouldn't have been in the hospital. Maybe he could have fought the COVID at home. I don't know. Well, if he's discharged soon, I hope he is. Hope he gets healthy, and then I hope he stays off drugs and alcohol. Want to see that guy do well. Grew up watching him. The other guys. Jackass. They always entertained me. And I just want them to uh, keep entertaining me. Maybe if he can't do another Jackass movie, bam. Maybe he could get clean and do another type of show or something. I don't know. Okay. I'm going to uh, go on to something now a little less... uh, Not a little. I'm going to go on to something not depressing now. Just uh, two things that caught my... Those are just two things that caught my attention over the the week. The last one is... I I want to talk about Snapchat. I want to... Is this platform back? You know, I I always say I don't use social media. I don't use uh, Instagram or Twitter. Besides for the podcast. And even that, like, like I just said in the beginning of the show. I'm not good with updating that. I don't even remember the last time I updated it. Might might have been a year ago. I I, <laughs> I am not good with that. 
Now, for personal use, though, I don't have an Instagram or a Twitter. For the podcast, I do not have a Snapchat. My personal use, I actually have a Snapchat. And, you know, it, the it, you know, I'm not, like, obsessed with it. Like, a lot of people are obsessed with Instagram or Twitter. However, you know, there's sometimes you want to take a picture, send it to a friend. All right, you're good. Uh, people put stories up. Yeah, all right, click through them a little bit. Might be entertaining, might not. Snapchat has, like, uh, Daily Mail's on there. They got some, like, little shows on there. All right, that's cool. And uh, when you send people a picture, I mean, they could screenshot it, but for the most part, and you're, you're notified when they screenshot it, but for the most part, your pictures go away within, like, 10 seconds. They're gone. And there's no comments on there. You could, like, chat with people, but it's not like you... When you put a story up, it's not like you're leaving comments. You would just reply to the story and that, you know, the person that posted the story would get that that comment directly. Then it turns into like a conversation. It's not just comments. So I, I have found that to be less of a, uh, less drama on that social media platform than the other ones. The other one, you know, less toxic. Than the other ones. Now, because of that, though, maybe, it seems like the platform has kind of died off. Like, when I was in high school, it really seemed like Snapchat kind of came out of nowhere, yet it was, everyone had it. Everyone was using it. And then, it just seemed like it kind of died off. Like, I don't know, I felt like no one was really talking about it, less people were uh, posting pictures or stories or whatever on their Snapchat. Like, you never hear about it anymore. But lately, I've been seeing, like, a bunch of celebrities have been using... Now, I don't follow these celebrities, but I guess Snapchat has signed them, and they're just, like, putting them on, like, the homepage there. So I'm like, is Snapchat back? Like, have these celebrities... And these are internet celebrities. Like, these people were made on social media. So, like, I could see them being able to actually bring their audience over. So, like, Logan and Jake Paul, they're, they must have been signed to it. They're posting shit on Snapchat, and, like, Snapchat is putting them on, like, the homepage there, so when they're on, you don't even have to follow them. You will just see them. So, they started on Vine and stuff. They're popular on Instagram. Like, they're social media stars. No matter what they want to be considered... You know, whether they want to just be considered entertainers, whether they want to be considered YouTubers, podcasters, whatever the hell they want to be considered, they're social media stars. So, I could see their following actually, you know, wanting to follow them over to Snapchat. Now, I still don't necessarily hear a lot of people talking about it, but I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. So, is Snapchat back? Like, like I, I don't know. Now, I, n- I never really heard of this chick till she's been on some podcasts, but Amanda Cerny, she was on Logan Paul's podcast. She was on Whitney Cummings' podcast. She's sexy as hell. She is really fucking hot. And now I feel every time I'm on Snapchat, she's like at the top of the homepage posting uh, pictures and stuff. So for everyone out there listening... If you go on Snapchat, check her out. Amanda Cerny. Really hot. Got cute Dalmatians. It won't be disappointed. 
She also did Playboy years ago. So you could go look up her Playboy pictures. Really sexy. But I'm curious with... For, from my understanding, I think they made a profit last year. And I think all the years they've been... And they've been around for a while now. They like never actually made a profit. Which, in a way, I didn't get. But in a way, I did. Because I, I never felt like you saw too, too many ads on Snapchat or anything. I'm guessing that's the way they make their money. From advertisements. Uh, and so, in a way, like, I got it, but in a way, I didn't just because they've been around so many, I thought they would have just closed ship by now if they weren't making a profit, but I guess they make a profit, and they're like, let's sign these social media stars. So, since they've done that, I, and I do feel Snapchat actually was popular at one time, like, I, I don't think it was, like, never popular, and this is, like, their last resort. I, like, I do think it was popular at one time, I do think there's still quite a bit of people that were using it. But now, is this going to be the thing that can, like, actually bring it back to life? You know, like, signing the social media stars, sexy women, just famous people. They'll bring their audiences over, and then you got the people that are still on it. Could this get it more uh, mainstream popularity, like Instagram and Twitter have had, or is it just not meant to be that kind of uh, platform. I don't know. I mean, if it becomes more like an Instagram or something, then I'll be hopping shit. But I am a little curious to see where it goes. I'm also curious if it's going to have opportunities like YouTube or something where people couldn't make their own money, uh, you know, on Snapchat, like people do on YouTube and TikTok. Or is that only for the people they're signing? I don't, you know. I feel everyone will be, always gets a little bit more, I don't know, passionate is actually the right word, but they're becoming more, uh, you know, willing to make content and put a little more effort into it if they know they have a chance of making money. I'm not in, like I've said many times here, to the whole social media thing. I'll just stick with podcasting, doing a show. But if that is uh, the case where people can make money, they, they might even see way more people jump on because they're like, oh, we, we have a chance of making money now on here? Well, let's do it. I don't know. You know, I think Spotify, too, they went years without making a profit, and then they made the profit, and that's, I think, when they started signing, like, Joe Rogan, the Call Her Daddy girl, or actually only the one, <laughs> the Call Her Daddy show. Only one girl got the deal with that. But, um... I guess that's what these uh, companies do. They make profit, and it's like, all right, now to sign some names. Guess SiriusXM did that, too. You know? They were around, or I guess it was Sirius NXM separate at the time, but they were around. Uh, they made money. They were XM, signed Opie and Anthony for millions of dollars, and then Sirius ended up signing Howard Stern for $100 million a year or something. Guess that's what they do when... Uh, they make profits like, well, we we want something to really uh, legitimize our platform. I mean, Snapchat was already uh, legitimized in my mind, but again, it did seem like they were kind of dying off to me. Now that I'm on, uh, I mentioned uh, Spotify, though. I wonder how it's working out for them now. Signing Rogan, signing 
uh, Call Her Daddy. I mean, I know they signed other podcasts, but like those were the two big ones they signed. Those were the ones that really made headlines and stuff. And I'm curious if it's worked out as well as they wanted it to. Like, I'm sure Rogan brought a lot of people over, but I don't, I, I don't even think he brought half his audience over. I got to be honest with you. I think maybe at best like 20, 25% of his audience. I don't know that for a fact, but that's just my guess. I mean, I feel on YouTube, they still put like one or two clips up now. They used to put a lot more clips up. And yeah, like, I don't know. I feel like they don't, I don't, they don't come up in my uh, recommended as much anymore. It used to be like nearly impossible for me to get away from Rogan. He would just be all over YouTube. Now, not really. And in terms of uh, Call Her Daddy, it's like, did they bring, uh, in ways I feel they have a stronger audience, but Rogan has the bigger audience. But it, is it working out well for them? Are they making money from them? Like enough to justify keeping them? Like clearly for them, Rogan and uh, Alex Cooper, that's the girl from Call Her Daddy. It's working out for them. I mean, they're making millions of dollars, but is it working out in Rogan? I'm not, not Rogan. Is it working out in Spotify's favor? It's like that next deal. I, I don't know how long Rogan's deal is. I don't know how long. Well, the Caller Daddy one's three years, I believe. $60 million deal, $20 million a year. Is uh, Are they, are they going to resign them? If they do, is it going to be for the same amount of money? Is it going to be less? I mean, clearly Howard Stern is serious. He really keeps money coming in, so they keep signing deals with them every year. Hey, you know, is it going to be the same for Rogan with his hundred mil a year or whatever, or is that like it after? You know, like I said, Rogan just kind of has a conversation with his guest. So his his podcast, I feel, is very guest dependent. Um, call her daddy at least used to not be guest dependent. Now I feel whenever you see it, it like any popular episode, it's just because they had a popular guest on. So maybe they've turned into the same thing. I don't know. Where Howard is not guest dependent. Like his show was just an entertainment show and the guests were just a bonus to it. I feel that's more of something that uh, Spotify should be looking for. Not just good guests. People with good guests. But clearly they're going for big names. Now, if they don't re-sign them, or if they're going to re-sign them for less money, and they're like, nah, I could probably do better independent or do better, like maybe for Alex if I go back to Barstool or what, whatever. If she would go back to Barstool or if she would do an independent or if she'd be like, eh, I got enough money. I'll just stick with Spotify. We already got the deal right here. You know, in terms of uh, Spotify, she could probably do it wherever she wants. I mean, even with Barstool, she probably could do. Uh, but what I was going to say with that is she might, who knows, might want to move back to New York and be like, eh, Barstool, it's in New York. Yeah, I just go there. But, She's in uh, Los Angeles now, from what I hear. She said someday she wouldn't move back to New York, I think, but who the hell knows? Rogan's in Austin now, you know, could do it as long as you got a studio. could do it wherever the hell you want. 
I guess we'll just have to see. I feel like they need to restructure at least the podcasts on Spotify and make them easier to navigate and find shows and stuff. Like, and maybe even, and maybe they have this. I, I don't know because I don't use Spotify really. I feel like they need to have a page or what different tabs on it for Spotify exclusive podcasts, like Spotify exclusives, comedy. Here's Rogan and Caller Daddy, and maybe. I don't know what other podcasts they've signed, but, you know, different tabs. So maybe that will draw more attention to those shows. And then maybe other tabs on there, like up and coming for pretty much nobody's. But maybe uh, Spotify's kind of given them their chance. It's like, and every week it changes. And here's 50 or 100 podcasts that may change maybe every week, maybe a few get to stand there. I I don't know. I feel like, though it's just like this, you know, land of podcasts there. It's like, it's hard to really find new shows. I'm sure there's honestly very good and entertaining shows on there, but unless you're famous, how do you even know these people exist? Like, I don't know. Laced with SiriusXM, you know, they got a whole catalog. They're different channels. So you could just kind of Flip through the channels, see what you like. Podcasts work very different. Alrighty. That is uh, all I got to talk about for today. So I'm going to be ending the show. I know, I know. Alright, so wherever you're listening right now to the Frankie D Show, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Podbean, wherever the hell you're listening, keep listening, subscribe to the show. Tell a friend to listen. Um, if you want to follow the show on social media, it's at the Frankie D Show on Instagram and Twitter. Alrighty. Sound good. I should be back next week. And uh, let's see. Is the let me take a quick look. Alright, so I think uh should be back next week. Maybe the week after, maybe not. That that's gonna be Christmas week that week, right? So, might not be. We'll just have to see. All right. I'm out of here. Thanks for listening, everyone. Peace.